welcome to the Let's Talk About Sleep Baby podcast, a podcast for tired and busy parents where we will share all of the tips, tricks and strategies to have your little one sleeping soundly again. I'm your host Ash Perry and the founder of Sleeps and Leaps Consulting and I can't wait to get stuck into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk About Sleep Baby podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today and so sorry that it's been a little while between episodes. We've all been hit with sickness in our household. We um, all kind of had the snowball effect going on one after the other over the course of a couple of weeks. So anyway, we're back on deck and apologies if my voice still sounds a little bit husky. I don't seem to be able to just shake this... Um, sounding normal again thing but anyway here we are so all good. Um, today's episode I'm talking to you about routines and awake windows so something that is a very common question that comes through via my DMs or emails is about routines and what routine my baby should be on at a particular age is just a really common question that I receive. So I thought that it might be a good one today to chat to you guys about and um, hopefully provide some strategies and some things to think about to help you as your little baby gets older. So what am I talking about when I'm talking about routines and awake windows? So awake windows are something that not everyone is familiar with. I had no idea what this term referred to when we had our first daughter, Elle. But what I'm talking about here is the time between naps or waking up for the day and their first nap for the day um, that your little baby is able to be awake for before they will require to be asleep again. So obviously newborn babies have an awake window of really short time period of somewhere like half an hour 45 minutes and they will need to sleep again and usually this awake window will start to extend out as your baby gets older so it might increase by say 15 minutes for each month that goes past so somewhere around about six months for example a standard and these are all just um standard you know average awake windows obviously there's there are some babies that can stay awake much longer and much less than these averages but it's just an idea to keep in mind for where your baby is at developmentally so a baby of six months for example their awake window will be somewhere around about two hours usually and it's just a really common time frame um, between naps so awake windows are generally what will inform a routine so building a routine that's kind of tailored to your baby will be all around how long they are able to be awake before they need to nap again so a routine that I tend to be a fan of is something called the short long routine so what this refers to and this is sort of typically for a baby on two or three naps but a short long routine follows a very short nap in the morning of somewhere around about 30 to 45 minutes then trying to get a long restorative nap at around lunchtime. Um, some babies will then still go on to have a short afternoon nap again to see them through the day if they're somewhere before like six or seven months of age um, otherwise they'll stick with those two naps so the reason why I'm a fan of the short long routine is a because I find that a lot of babies adjust to this routine really well it provides quite good predictability for parents and it's just a nice practical routine that I find is easy to implement so a lot of people find that that morning nap being that short one somewhere around about half an hour it's a good one to have on the go it might be a good one to have in the pram for a morning walk or in the car while we go down to the supermarket or you know on the go then we have the long lunchtime nap um, which allows parents to have that little bit of downtime 
lunchtime is biologically a good time for babies to have a long restorative sleep, so it sort of lends itself to that as well. That tends to be why I am a bit of a fan of the short, long routine, and it's just a starting point. So when parents come to me and say, what routine should my baby follow? Obviously, the sky's the limit with what routine any baby can follow, but it's just a starting point. And if something, if, if we follow a short, long routine and it's really not working for a particular baby, we change it. We can provide so many different suggestions and ideas to think about, but it's definitely a good one to start with. And I find that it's a really practical one. Um, it's also good as babies move through the stages and go from transitions to three naps down to two, two naps down to one. It sort of provides that easy transitional um, stage when they are dropping in happen you know um, it just continues on really nicely and quite seamlessly another option that you might hear or a term that you might hear is medium medium so instead of being the short long short morning nap and long lunchtime nap we're sort of splitting the naps in two so might be an hour to an hour and a half in the morning and then again the same in the early afternoon um following a medium medium routine so they're sort of two common routine styles if you are someone who's looking for a bit more structure in the day a bit more predictability they're probably two terms that you will come across quite commonly um, and they're definitely routines that a lot of people find work for their baby and their own lifestyle as well so Getting into the actual number of naps and how a routine might follow for different age groups. So newborn babies up to around about three or four months of age, they could nap five plus times a day. Obviously, they're dipping in and out of sleep quite a big chunk of the day. Their awake windows are really short, so their ability to stay awake at any given time is quite short. Um, So they might have five, even six naps, depending on how long they're able to string together for a nap um, at this early stage. And we sort of, I personally, personally don't really recommend trying to follow any kind of routine before this age. You can definitely put things in place to have a little bit of structure in the day and have really positive bedtime routine as such, but trying to follow times and things like that generally doesn't work for a baby younger than four months of age. Once we sort of get to four plus months and up to six, seven months, where babies are usually on a three-nap routine, so this might be something like a short morning nap, as I said before, getting to to a long lunch restorative nap and a short burst nap, just power nap in the afternoon just to kind of see through the remainder of the day until bedtime. Usually this third nap will drop somewhere around about seven to eight months. Again, these are all averages. This is just a typical example. Every baby is different, but usually that third nap will start to drop off somewhere around seven to eight months. And the signs that, and this goes for any transition from nap, from dropping a nap, The signs that your baby is ready to drop from three to two will be that usually that third nap, that afternoon nap is harder to achieve. Bedtime can become a bit of a struggle. Everything's a little bit more disruptive. They're usually the signs that your baby is ready to drop a nap. So three naps down to two, generally around about seven to eight months. When um, babies are on a two-nap routine, they, yeah, again, will probably have some something like a short nap in the morning and hopefully a long restorative lunch nap somewhere around, you know, two, two and a half plus hours um, is what we aim to achieve around about this age of seven to eight months when your baby is on a two-nap 
routine and then this kind of routine can stay much the same until 14 to even 18 months some babies are still looking to have that those two naps up until the age of 18 months and if everything is working perfectly for them I always say hold on to any naps as long as you possibly can if things are still working keep it going um again when things become a little bit disruptive or you're finding one particular nap is harder to achieve or that long restorative lunchtime nap for example is becoming short a cat nap they won't be resettled um it's you're just not achieving a good lunchtime nap it might be time to start dropping back to one nap and that can, and that can go all the way up until three years of age and even older if babies and toddlers are again um still needing that nap and and the night times aren't becoming too disruptive so they might be on a, a one nap routine all the way up until three um usually two and a half to three is pretty common and standard but can definitely go much older and again it can also go much younger as well so they're just sort of those transitional ages and stages to keep in the back of your mind um some people absolutely prefer to just focus on awake windows not interested in following times don't want to be looking at the clock just want to sort of go with baby if they wake up at 6 30 in the morning add two hours, their first nap will be 8.30, that type of thing. And if this works for you, that is absolutely fine. There is not one sort of um, approach that is outweighs the other. It's just totally, I'm all about, if something is working for you, keep it going. If something's not working for you, that's when it's time to change it. So definitely, um, if you're someone that would prefer to follow awake windows, do that. And that just means that each day will just be that little bit different, um, depending on, you know, how long they nap for. And if they have a particularly long nap or a particularly short nap, it might mean that their next nap is brought forward compared to the day before. It's just, it's all about predictability and how much, I suppose, um, structure you feel you need in the day and also your baby as well. So absolutely can just look at awake windows and not try and fall into any kind of routine or follow a routine. The only thing I would suggest even when just focusing on awake windows is to have an anchor for the day as I call it and that is just a consistent wake up time for the morning so what can often happen and especially for families where the baby is quite disruptive at night time they don't sleep well at night time they're awake after every sleep cycle it's very very tempting to allow your little one to sleep in in the morning to make up for that lost sleep so they could sleep until 8 30 9 o'clock in the morning because they're making up for lost time effectively I'm a big advocate for a consistent wake-up time. So that might be something like 7am that you gently wake your baby if they do happen to still be asleep at that time. And the reason for that is is because even if you're not someone who's looking to have structure, predictability, you, you don't really need to feel like you want to follow a specific routine, but it just allows the day to start at the same point each day. And it's really allowing your day to be set up with the most success to achieve long naps, restorative naps. Um, we all need to have that little bit of downtime and your baby needs to have at least one nap that is quite long and quite restorative for them. So just having a bit of a consistent um, wake up time each morning can just really set your day up for success. Even if you are someone who's watching watching awake windows over a routine it's just giving you the best chance to have um 
the most success with the naps for the day and also achieve quite a similar bedtime at nighttime as well, which is also equally important. So that's just another one to keep in the back of your mind. Um, another thing that I wanted to just um, mention was just a different idea in terms of rather than sort of focusing on routines and awake windows as such is a bit of a different approach which I've been um, speaking to a lot of parents about in the last couple of weeks and this is sort of working with your baby and the capacity that they have for sleep. So the way you would do this, so ignoring awake windows and ignoring a baby should go to sleep at this time and for this long routine style review your baby's sleep over a 24-hour period for up to say somewhere around six or seven days and nights so have a look at map their sleep out they napped at this time for this long overnight they napped they went to bed at this time and they slept and you know map their sleep out for 24 hours a day for about six or seven days and nights and see where their sleep naturally falls so even if your baby's quite disruptive overnight, you might find that they generally have, you know, 10, 11 hours overnight with a few wake-ups in there and a few feeds and they have, say, three hours during the day. And often when people do this, they find that even though each day is different, whether they wake up at 5am or 7am, that could vary. Whether they go to bed at 6pm or 8pm, that could vary and wear their naps, of course, that can vary as well and their overnight wakes but a lot of people do find that if they actually note it down their sleep patterns or the amount they sleep at night versus the amount they sleep at day is quite similar day in day out so if for example your little one has the capacity to sleep 10 11 hours at night time three hours during the day you can really start to structure a bit of a routine that is really I suppose personalized to your baby and the capacity that they have for sleep and sometimes babies are amazing night sleepers but aren't the best day sleepers and it's because they've just reached their capacity so you might need to tweak their night sleep to achieve a little bit more day sleep if that's something that you're finding isn't working for you so if you've got the baby that sleeps 12 hours and by all means I do not want you thinking that that is standard and you have to have a baby that sleeps 12 hours because you would be in the minority if that was the case but if you have got a baby that sleeps 12 hours at night time of course with a few wake-ups in there to feed or whatever but you can only achieve naps of around two hours for the day they're probably just at their capacity and you may need to just shave a little bit off that nighttime sleep in order to achieve a little bit more sleep during the day if you feel that there's an imbalance there. So dropping back to say an 11 and a half hour night, so it might be something like going to bed at 7.30 and getting up at 7 or going to bed at 7 and waking up at 6.30 instead of 7 till 7, for example, if you've got that baby that happens to do that, um, giving you that extra half an hour to play with during the day because sometimes babies are just at their capacity and they can't possibly sleep any more during the day than what they are sleeping because they sleep so much at night or vice versa. So that way, if you sort of map out their sleep over a 24-hour period and you kind of really understand where they fall, how much are they sleeping for example, a six-month-old baby, the standard or the average amount of sleep ranges somewhere between 12 hours and 15 hours in a 24-hour period. So obviously that range is quite big. Um, so if you're getting three hours during the day 
and 12 hours at night time, you are at the top end of your, like your baby is a high sleep needs baby. On the flip side, some people might be getting 12 hours at night and hardly any sleep during the day and wondering why they can't get even one nap that's longer than 30 minutes. And that's because their baby might be a lower sleep needs baby, say a 12 hour in a 24 hour period. And they're parents are just trying to sort of pigeonhole them into I need to I need them to have this amount of sleep overnight and this amount of sleep during the day and they just don't have that capacity so it's just another thing to think about and it's really I suppose personalizing a bit of a routine or a structure that works with your baby's ability and their capacity for sleep so if you sort of find that you've got 10 or 11 hours overnight, work with that. And then um, three hours during the day, work with that if that sort of balance is working okay. And that way you can say, right, it works for me to have two naps during the day of accounting for three hours each. So you might have an hour and a half roughly in the morning and an hour and a half in the middle of the afternoon, or you can do a bit of a short long if that works for you routine. But you're really structuring something that's working within your baby's ability and their capacity for sleep. So just another idea and a way to think about sleep and how to to look at what your baby is able to achieve and keeping that realistic to their ability so hopefully that's another little strategy for you to use but um hopefully there's some things there that you feel might be able to help you in creating a routine or looking at awake windows or just provide you some information or some ideas to think about as your little one gets older goes through the ages and stages because sometimes what happens um is babies, you know, mum and dad will get this amazing routine happening. They hit six months of age, everything, you're just killing it. You've just got this routine down pat. Then all of a sudden something changes and you're back to the drawing board. Why is it suddenly going wrong? What's changed? I don't know what to do now. And all it is, is that baby is now two months older. They're eight months old now. Their awake windows have lengthened. They may not need to have that third nap in the afternoon anymore. They may be only on two naps. And it's just purely that your baby is developing and getting older and you haven't Kind of tweaked that routine to account for that. So um, yes, hopefully this provides you some information about when those transitions and how to go about those transitions. And if you do feel like you need a bit more information or something else to follow as your baby goes through each month, I do have a um, sleep guide on my website for four to 12 month um, age groups and it provides a routine for each month as your little one goes through those ages. It provides a new routine for each month as they get older and it talks about dropping um, the transitional stages of dropping naps and shortening those naps to make it as seamless as possible and that's that can be another little resource that you can use if you feel like you just need something to follow and know what's ahead. My baby's eight months old now, what's happening at nine months so you can kind of prepare for that and have, have the tools available. So hopefully there's some pointers that can help you guys. I'd absolutely love to hear how you found today's episode. Thank you for joining me on the Let's Talk About Sleep Baby podcast. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'd really love to connect with you so you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Sleeps and Leaps or follow us along for all of the latest episodes. Bye for now.